Good morning, everybody. We have a mixed trade in the grain markets here early on Friday morning. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. March corn futures are up one and three quarters at 5.36. March soybeans down three quarters of a cent at 14.29 and three quarters. March Chicago wheat up 17 and a half cents at 6.87 and a half. March Kansas City wheat up 18 cents at 6.54 and three quarters. Uh, before I get going here, guys, remember, if you are watching on the YouTube channel, I really appreciate it. Make sure you hit that like button. Make sure you subscribe. It will really help me out in terms of the uh, YouTube algorithms and the way that YouTube works. If you are listening on the podcast, uh, very much appreciate it. Make sure you leave me a review if you haven't already. Um, if, if you like listening to this thing every day, um, leave me a review, uh, uh, maybe a couple of comments. I would really appreciate that uh, as we move into the weekend. And as always, remember, guys, if you need some help from me, uh, go to my website. It is www.standardgrain.com. You can go to that website, click on Grain Marketing Plan here in the upper right-hand corner. Uh, for 49 bucks a month, I'll send you my morning email. I'll send you my text message service. I'll let you exa- let you know exactly how I'm marketing uh, these crops throughout the year. It's broken down by crop, by crop year, and by percentage. So uh, certainly give that some consideration. To get into uh, some of the headlines this morning, Russia plans to extend its wheat export tax. And we've heard a lot about this here recently. The current proposal involves a tax of $30 per ton from February 15th through March 1st, and then a $50 per ton tax from March 1st through June 30th. And then I guess the latest here is that Russia will continue to tax wheat exports into the new marketing year, which begins on July 1st. And uh, these are all kind of proposals at this point. I don't know that anything is set in stone. This is, uh, in my opinion, considered to be a, a very friendly headline. I think that this is probably responsible for a lot of the upside we've seen in the wheat uh, here just even this morning. But uh, a headline like this could go very quickly in the other direction very fast. I mean, if they were to come out and and scrap this proposal or go with something different, um, that could be a game changer in the wheat market. But for now, I think this is considered to be a friendly input. The incoming uh, Biden administration is planning another round of stimulus a $1. trillion uh, COVID stimulus package called the American Rescue Plan calls for an additional $1,400 for qualified Americans. The plan will also include child tax credits, uh, higher earned income tax credits, additional assistance for renters, all sorts of stuff here. In total, this package would put total U.S. COVID stimulus at about $4.8 trillion. Uh, for perspective, you go back to 2009 when they did the bank bailout. They called it the American Recovery and Reinvestment Act at the time. That bill to- cost a total of $800 billion. So we have, have eclipsed that uh, several times over. Now, financial markets, I think, largely expected this. I think that they knew that that uh, once Biden got in, there would be additional stimulus. I don't think that this is a big surprise. But a lot of this, I think, kind of ties to to what's going on, in my opinion, at least in in the grain markets and in some of the other financial markets, there's just an enormous sum of of dollars floating around that needs to find a home. And some of it's finding a home in the grain markets. A lot of it's finding a home in the stock market. Um, I, I really think we are seeing some generalized inflation in just about every asset. Um, and, and I've discussed that at length here. And I, I think that these are all related to some extent. Now, this is also kind of a related story. Uh, U.S. interest rates will stay near zero for the foreseeable future. That's what Fed Chair Jerome Powell said yesterday. His quote, when the time to raise interest 
when the time comes to raise interest rates, we'll certainly do that. And that time, by the way, is no time soon. Paul was also questioned regarding the possibility of inflation, and he kind of downplayed this, I think. He said, if inflation were to move up in ways that are unwelcome, we have the tools for that and we will use them. And the tool for that is higher interest rates. So I I don't think he makes it sound like he's not concerned about inflation because I don't think he wants to scare the market. Um, and, and there are people who spend their entire lives trying to dissect what the Fed says and what they may do. I'm, I'm not one of those people. But in my view, he was kind of downplaying the inflationary uh, fears here, certainly. Last week's uh, corn and soybean export sales uh, were strong. Net soybean sales for the week, 908,000 metric tons. They were up 93% from the prior four-week average, uh, best since mid-December. Soybean sales have generally trended lower since peaking in you know September, early October. It's totally normal, totally seasonal, not surprising, uh, but last week's sales were good. Corn sales of 1.437 million metric tons were up 34% on the week from the prior four-week average, also the best since mid-December. We've got a crush report from NOPA this morning. Uh, traders estimate that NOPA members crushed 185 million bushels of soybeans in December, which would be a record for the month and the second best for any month on record if realized. If that's confirmed, crush for the uh, 2020 calendar year would eclipse the 2 billion bushel mark for the first time ever. USDA is projecting a crush for the marketing year, which ends on August 31st at 2.2 billion bushels. Um, so we're looking for a record uh, crush for the marketing year also. Crush margins, I, I discussed this yesterday a little bit. Crush margins have fallen substantially in recent sessions and uh, could curb demand a little bit in the second and third quarter, certainly. Remember, the grain markets are closed on Monday in observance of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Um, Following today's uh, normal close, uh, we will reopen on um, Monday night at seven o'clock central time. Taking a quick look at the drought monitor here. You know, this drought um, continues to push really from... uh, from west to east, and I'll throw this up on the screen here, and I'm sure everybody's seen this, but the the drought continues to push from west to east, and you've got you know some stage of drought now over North Dakota, South Dakota, Nebraska, into the northern say two thirds of Kansas. Oklahoma's actually seen some relief here as of late, but you know for for the corn and soybean markets, corn and soybean growers, I mean, in the Dakotas, in Minnesota, in the western, say, half of Iowa, you've even got a band here across Illinois um, into Indiana that's been very dry. Uh, these are things that will will start to matter. Um, I think if, if you uh, move out, you know, another couple months, planting isn't that uh, far from now, guys. This is going to come up real, real fast. Um, and this is something that we've got to pay attention to. And maybe the bigger issue is that there's like there's very, very little relief in sight. This is the uh, the the expected uh, precipitation between now and the end of the month. And this whole stretch here from North Dakota, South Dakota, Nebraska, um, most of Kansas, um, Iowa, Minnesota too. I mean, nobody in that area is going to see more than an inch of rain between now and the end of the month. Most areas are going to see less than a half an inch of rain according to this morning's forecast. So um, I'm not going to like ring the drought bell here and, and tell you that the markets have to go up on this, but it's, it's definitely something that you you have to pay attention to and bears watching as we move forward. The uh, cattle market finished yesterday uh, mostly lower uh, marginal losses in the nearby fat cattle contracts. Um, feeder cattle were down almost a buck in, in some of the uh, nearby contracts. Cash trade was like 106 to 109 in the north and then uh, in the south, mostly 111. Boxed beef market was up yesterday. Ahead of the cash open, the uh, S&P's down 11 points. The Dow's down 124. Uh, we have the crude oil market down 50 two cents at 5305 in the February WTI. US 
dollars a little bit higher this morning. And again, the dollar continues to uh, hold above those 2018 lows. Uh, we've got the precious metals just a little bit lower. Everybody have a uh, wonderful weekend. Remember, NOPA report today. Uh, we're off on Monday in the grain markets. A lot of the other markets will trade on Monday. The grain markets will not. Uh, I will talk to you on Tuesday.